I'm Kirsty Logan, this is my co-host Heather Parry. Hello! Hi! Um, and you'll have to excuse us if we're both a tiny bit sick. Yeah, we've got bad coughs and we're trying so hard not to cough into the mic and blast your ears with I'm coughs. I'm so annoyed. Thankfully, also, listeners, you won't feel the effects of me quietly farting. That's <laughs> for me to suffer. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. So what are we doing are today? We? Oh my god, I'm so excited. We're doing... <clears throat> Here's a cough coming crazy for you, but it's got some interesting spelling. Yeah. Crazy with a K and then four, four. like the number you. four, crazy for us. <laughs> Why? That is really 90s, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think anyone does that anymore. I feel like... I feel like in the 90s they would spell it crazy, like K-E-R-R. Dash A Z Z. I feel like that's how you pronounce things, but I don't know if it's yeah. how people. <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of teenage magazines in the nineties writing it like that. Oh, Crazy. Gosh. I had this book. I didn't. Unlike many of the others. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was kind of I don't know remembering a lot, but then also not remembering the terrible bit. Do you remember liking it? I think I did like it. Yeah, I liked all my point horror. I think to I, my eternal shame. I remember that cover really distinctly because I had a point horror, you know, that had like little versions of the covers printed on the inside, like mm. other books you might like. And I remember looking at that cover and being like, that looks so good. Yeah. But I never got it. Oh, yeah, I do love the cover prints on the back. Mm -hmm. um, amazingly, that's the one we're doing next Homecoming Queen. That's weird. Yeah, maybe we should have been doing it like that. No. Maybe we should have been doing any kind of order, Ooh. which we're not. <laughs> We're not doing them in publication order, alphabetical order, no order. <laughs> Just whatever we feel like. Because we're organised <laughs> like that. Oh my god, we've done more and more of these. <laughs> like we've done almost all of the ones in here, apart from the Unleashed ones. I, which were UK only, right? Yeah, but we are going to do them at some point. Okay. Rest assured. <laughs> Shall we talk about this brilliant cover? <sighs> well, I like it. I, well, do I like it? Yeah, okay. So it's mostly green with like lilac, shiny. Oh, yeah, it's lilac. And there's a Polaroid. Yes. Of a girl. <laughs> with a red haired girl. With green eyes. With, it's like a sort of yearbook style picture, but it's all ripped. She looks a bit flat in the face, doesn't she? Like, that's quite a good drawing, but there needs to be a bit more. I see what you mean, like, she doesn't have enough bones. She looks like she's metamorphosed. Metamorphosed? Yeah, that, that's correct. <laughs> Metamorphosed. Yep. No, that was correct. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> from, from a flatfish into a woman. There's a plot twist. If only that had been the true story. And the, the tagline is, she used to be dead popular, whereas in fact it should be, she used to be dead flat. <laughs> I'm not even going to polite laugh at that. You <laughs> fucking loved that joke. I made myself laugh so much at something I texted you the other day. <laughs> you laugh at your own jokes. I did, but the worst A lot thing more than you laugh at other people's jokes. The worst thing was I was in the house on my own. So I was just like, every time I thought about it, I burst out laughing again. Oh. It was the two genders. That wasn't even that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't laugh out loud. I did a small smile. <laughs> I was, um, for reasons of research, on a, like, sex In inverted commas. <laughs> research. It's genuinely research. It wasn't even a sex doll website. It was the flashlight. Okay. Um, and it said there was, there's two types you can buy. There's one with a vagina and one with an asshole. And one's, that one's called lady and the other one's called butt. <laughs> <laughs> really well, so why is it called lady? Lady. <laughs> Lady or butt? If you don't want to be tacky, get a lady one. <laughs> why not vagina? Exactly, I mean? why not vagina or woman or female? Oh, like, yeah, I guess, I guess lady. butt has to be butt, doesn't it? You're like, well, I don't, want, I don't want a tart. I want a lady. 
excuse me, I don't want a butt. I want lady. I'm not a pervert. I mean, that would be gross when I'm buying this plastic thing to put my dick in. <laughs> and then I started thinking about a lady in the tramp. And then it went, oh, just in my head. So funny. Anyway. I was actually listening to an episode of this podcast on the train the other day and I laughed out loud at one of your jokes, <laughs> which was the one about when you went, mother, make my snake a cake. <laughs> I couldn't remember that. And then I had to properly sit and think, why the fuck did why we say that? Why did I say that? I, occasionally people tweet things at us that we've said on the podcast and I'm like, I have no memory of saying that. that. It's really worrying. The I've whole... just said all this shit and I can't remember it. <laughs> it's very much like a fever dream recording this. Yeah. Especially right now. I know. I feel like we're not quite in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm also feeling a bit anxious that we, because this one in particular, we're recording far in advance of broadcast. And so we're being very careful to refer to no current events. Yes. Oh. Because I was about to say, oh, did you see that picture that I retweeted of Adam Driver holding a goat, which is very (laughs) sexy, unexpectedly. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't mention that because what if in the meantime between now and when the episode goes out, Adam Driver has been cancelled. <laughs> or like, maybe goats have been cancelled. Well, I feel like you've- Who s- knows what anyone's done in <laughs> this can, time? What can goats do to be cancelled? So much. They are really shithead animals though. If you've oh. got any sort of experience with goats. Maybe it'll come to light. Goats. Weird. And then I'll feel terrible. I like that you've undermined the whole pretense of us not recording this miles ahead. Some of them are close and some of them are not. <laughs> We're busy. We're really busy. Um, it's also just, this book goes really well with your Also, people don't listen to it like the day it comes out anyway, necessarily, do they? A lot of people do. No, that's true. I, I listen to podcasts that are like years old. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hi, you guys. Hello, future people. Are goats cancelled? Is Adam Driver cancelled? Please don't tell me Mark Homo's cancelled. He's my favourite. Okay, let's say something just in case. In case they are cancelled. I've always hated them both. <laughs> <laughs> And in case they've done something amazing, I've always loved them both. I think Adam Driver looks like someone's knee. I think that's why I like him. <laughs> I realised this the other day. I've got a real thing for like quite all, like almost ugly men, mm. like real like ogreish, almost ugly men. So I quite like that. Why? You, I don't know. You like pretty pretty men, and I don't really. I like sort of big, kind of ugly men. I don't know why I like it. How do you feel about Shrek? <laughs> Turned on. Pornography for you. <laughs> Not Shrek, the, the Beast Shrek, though. This donkey. See, it's not just me. Everyone prefers the Beast as the Beast, not the Prince. Well, that's because he's big. It's not because he's ugly. He is ugly. He looks like a warthog. Big and pretty is the idea. He's not which pretty. Is why everyone likes Jason. Uh, his that guy <laughs> with the hair. Carl Drago. Jason. Yes, Carl mm-hmm. Drago. Mm-hmm. You say yeah. these things, and I'm like, I like. You, I feel like you're imagining it as like C A R L and then Drago. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's with a K okay. and an H. Okay then. And an R. I just see you googling like C A R L D R A G O W. I think I just write him as um, uh, Lisa Bonet's husband. Oh yeah. Because she's the hot one. Because you want to actually just see her in the picture. Lisa you're like, this is somebody next to you. I can't see who it is. If Lisa Bonet is cancelled, I'm cancelling myself. Yeah. Not that many women seem to be getting. Oh no, that's not true. I was going to say not that many women seem to be getting cancelled, but... Mm. Lena Dunham. Oh, why? Well, let's not get into it. Okay. <laughs> I love how we said we're not doing crime I know, and now so suddenly we are. Suddenly we are. Events. Anyway, okay. before we get into this book, I want to mention... Uh, oh, sorry, are we done with the cover? I actually quite like the cover. I think it's good. It does go nicely with this room. It's very nostalgic for me. So, so I so noticed... This, this, sorry, so this pink and teal is everyone's colour combination right now, which is quite annoying because it's the colour combination of my living room, but everyone's doing it. Well... But that's why you're doing it. Because yeah. you've seen it. That's why I'm doing it. Because I've seen it a lot. And I'm like, well, that looks great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I originated the idea. Oh, sorry. It was you first. <laughs> so I've noticed on the inside of this, it says, look out for several books, some of which we've done and some of which we haven't. And then I was like, what's this? Pool Party by Linda Cargill. Because do you remember she did The Surfer and we loved it? Mm-hmm. So I was like, she's got another one called Pool Party. I've never heard of this. And so I looked it up and it apparently didn't come out as a point horror or it only came out as a point horror in the US or it came out in the UK but it's so rare that there are no copies on the internet (gasps) right oh that makes me want it even more but obviously this is a UK edition and it says look out for pool party by Linda Cargill so they obviously intended to put it out what did Linda do what did she do (gasps) 
did she enrage the UK in some way? Oh was she God. too queer? Were her books too good to be in the point of horror line? I mean, if we're going to go by actual realities, it was probably too racist. Or... That book was not racist. The no. Sofa. No, it wasn't. That's true. It was quite queer and inclusive. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking by what we could be going on. Mm. Point being I think in the 90s you didn't get cancelled for being racist. You didn't get cancelled ever, yeah, no. unfortunately. Um, interesting, let's dig into I it. I know, I want to get that now. If anyone has a copy of Pool Party, mm. lend it to us and we'll send it back. Yeah, we promise. We're very good readers, we don't bend the pages. I'll give you £100 for it. Will we? No. <laughs> I do bend the pages on my own. Do you have £100 <laughs> to spend on a point horror? No. No. <laughs> Me neither. That's a couple... The fact that I don't makes me want to have it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just to have. I just want to spend £100 on a book just because I can. <laughs> I don't think I would ever spend £100 on a book. I no. spent it on a ticket to see Bjork. You would? No, I did. Really? Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Eight, £11.50 booking fee. That's so much. She what, better be good. £100 for a ticket? She better be good. I saw her for free at a festival. I saw her for 50 quid. Wow. 12 years ago. And it was free because I was at the festival. Oh, well, all right. Professional writer Kirsty <laughs> Logan gets all the And bits. I fucking hated it. Oh, I am I not a her. festival. No, I liked her. Oh. And Askia, this Icelandic singer, was there and he was also amazing. But it turns out I fucking hate festivals. Yeah. I fucking hate them. And you're not surprised, are you? No, I quite like them. I thought I would hate the camping part of the festival and enjoy everything else. It turns out I liked the camping and hated everything else. Oh, and everyone yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, it's everyone there, really. Yeah. If it had been just me and Bjork, fine. <laughs> Would have loved it. Let's not go down that. <laughs> so, Kirsty, uh, I feel like you would like to talk about the dedications oh my God. in this book. <laughs> so, dedications, don't often get them in point horror, do you? No. Here we go. To those of my own best friends from school who have remained close, can these be real people? Here are the names. Phyllis Mobley. Barbara Casbom. Linda Lester, Jeannie Leeper, Tom Foote. Tom Are these real people? <laughs> Tom Foote's the most Phyllis likely. Phyllis Mobley. Tom Foote. <laughs> Phyllis Mobley sounds like an old movie star from the 40s in America. I know, people really called Jeannie. Like a <laughs> genie in a bottle. Oh, not like that. Jean, fine, but Jeannie. What was the, what was the second one? Barbara Casbom. <laughs> Rocking the Casbom. <laughs> They're just so strange. Can <laughs> they be real? Gloria Ullman and Tom Foote. Yeah, yeah. they're very strange. You're I... proof uh, that friendship was one of the most enduring forms of love. Maybe they're her invisible friends. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never leave you. Who's if that? you've made them up, they'll be friends forever. Who's that, A Bates? That's Phyllis Mobley. Tom looks down at foot. Foot! <laughs> Gloria looks up at Tracy Ullman's show. Ullman! <laughs> I don't know. We should have done some research and actually Googled them. Maybe they are real. And who's that last one? Looks down at the lamp in her hand. It's Jeannie. Looks at someone with leprosy. Leper! Wow. Hey, wow. Wow. You're really doing it today, Parry. I thought that was crazy. Never mind. <laughs> That was quite good. No, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did like it. No, you're not allowed to like it now. Oh, I'm okay. It back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're not allowed it. Follow <laughs> it back. Down. That didn't happen because we control time I've now. Undone my joke. <laughs> you said that with wild eyes, as you were just trying to finger your coffee cup. It was very unsettling. You know I was in a train station and I got a takeaway coffee, and I don't know what the woman making the coffee did to my lid, but she fucked with the button on my coffee cup lid somehow. It is a weird And now button. I have to finger it repeatedly to make it work. Oh, which mine's... looks really disturbing. Yeah, mine's doing the same thing where it kind of doesn't go. Yeah. I've already had to replace my lid, it's fine. You poke it and it doesn't go. Yeah, it's, I, that's, I'm really used to it going when Rude. I poke. I know. Usually just one poke and it's there. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh God. Such a horrible word. Uh, what I'm doing, I'm not reading the book. What am I doing? Um, You're like, what I'm are we doing? Just to, I'm just going to sit sit here and read quietly <laughs> crazy for you chapter one abby grant Aww. stared at her friend i would happily just sit here while you read me a point horror <laughs> you really would wouldn't mm-hmm. you i'd be terrible anyway you wouldn't let's get into it but not in that way so in we, what way in the way of me reading it oh okay. the entire i see oh you were reaching i thought you were being crude i'm never crude <laughs> <laughs> 
So, we meet red-haired, green-eyed Annie Grant. Why are they all red-haired and green-eyed? I feel I like know. because I've just read a lot of these very quickly, I'm even more aware of the horrible tropes. <laughs> and they're all... Violet eyes? No one's got violet eyes. That's pink. Pink or purple? Violet's purple. No one's got purple eyes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and this is the rarest combination of hair and eyes. Apparently. Oh, is it? Why has every point horror main character got it? Anyway. Because it's, like, different, but... Attractive. But still white. Yeah. <laughs> you look unusual, but still white. <laughs> Not so different that we can't fancy you, but different enough that it's hot. Um, so she's talking to her blonde best mate, Taylor, about feelings. Mm. No? Not hormonal feelings. <laughs> Nobody thought that. <laughs> Premonitions. <sighs> Taylor doesn't believe in them. I'm going to say this. I'm Taylor. Yeah. In this book, 100%. Um, but she does believe in eating. Yeah, because the... Oh, <laughs> nice. Relate. Yeah, because the whole time she's like, every time I mention my visions, Taylor goes weird. It's so suspicious. And you're like, no, you sound fucking weird Stop going visions aren't real <laughs> to be honest if you quiet. kept going on about visions i wouldn't respond very well either <laughs> no you'd tell me i'd be like come on mate you're a total sayer there's no way you just like <laughs> give me some junk food like she does you'd be like come on my aunt was saying that to annie the other day annie told me so my aunt um she lives in brooklyn so i don't see her that much and so she sort of sees me every few years so she sort of sees me grow as a person and she was saying do you know the thing about Kirsty is she's always really known what she wants and what she doesn't want and I was like you're saying that like it's a nice thing but (laughs) (laughs) you're also like she's kind of a stubborn bitch (laughs) and she'll always say if she disapproves of you (laughs) that really is a nice spin on it exactly (laughs) well that's because my aunt is beautiful and full of love stubborn bitches get things done exactly that's what I'm saying so Taylor uh, is me um, and here's why. <laughs> so she believes in eating mostly junk food, which is not really me, but basically whatever she wants, which mm-hmm. is me. Um, and Abby doesn't. Abby, plot point, is a health food This obsessive. is not a plot point. Well... The entire thing is a setup for a shit joke at the end. No. It is. It's there's a... no point to this. I mean, there's a reason she's like this. Not really. Well, yeah. How quickly did you read this book? Well, I know that they're is a rough explanation but okay. I found it unconvincing for how much time is spent going I thought it was a clear setup that she has an eating disorder because she's almost afraid of any food that's not like lettuce yeah we'll get into this because I think that is an eating disorder but anyway she won't eat anything vaguely bad in inverted commas um her motto is lots of exercise no fat no sugar mm-hmm. so what could just carbs <laughs> carbs yeah. and vegetables at the time they thought that was good at the time, no they f- thought fats were bad. Yeah, eat fat. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of it. It's good for you. Try not to eat refined carbs. I know they're the most delicious. I mean, eat what you want, but if you want to be healthy, well, particularly, yeah. you're going to need a lot of fat in your diet. Anyway, here is Abby and Taylor talking about this thing. <clears throat> uh, you want some cookies or something? Taylor offered too much sugar, Abby said automatically. Do you have any low-fat cheese? That's the saddest phrase in the English language, isn't low it? Low-fat like, cheese. cheese. That's grim. Do you have any low-fat cheese and fruit? Fruit has a lot of sugar in it, Taylor said, putting a cookie jar on the table. Which is a good point. Yes. Fruit has fibre and vitamins. Those cookies don't, which is incorrect, because it'll be made with, like, oats and flour and things. I suppose it depends what kind they are. Taylor, yeah. Taylor grinned broadly, and Abby realised her friend had been teasing her again. Taylor was a firm believer in junk fruit. Laughing, Taylor scrambled up... Oh, scrambled. I was like, she scrambled. Oh, out of her chair. <laughs> so I stumbled on that. She's made us some eggs. <laughs> and opened the fridge. Scrambled some chair. <laughs> Eat this scrambled, splintered <laughs> mess of food. Uh, she grabbed cheese, apples, and a carton of yogurt. I wouldn't pay attention to your black cloud, she said. Nothing bad about... That's not really relevant. So... <laughs> Meant to stop before that. <laughs> <laughs> that's me being like, no, here's your bullshit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Eat this pie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Eat wherever you want. But also... This. Don't eat low fat cheese because what's the literally what's the point? Yeah. Anytime there's just a fat eat a small amount of just regular cheese. You want. Well yeah. yeah. Don't eat just eat a fat of Greek yogurt. That's how I feel mm-hmm. about most things. Just eat all the Greek not yogurt. Not Greek in the world. style. That's real not Greek real yogurt. real Greek yogurt. But yeah, eat what you want, you know, but let's not just be dicks about it. Mm-hmm. Apart from when you've been a dick, 
like me like her then <laughs> which is exactly the relationship between them is so weird mm. also i've just realized did you call her annie earlier no abby oh okay i must have just been dreaming of maybe i wife. did say annie Maybe Cause I'm Because I, I was looking at my notes going, that's weird, I've written it Abby. Did I read it wrong through the entire book? And I just didn't see the right name. No, okay, never mind. I'm sure you did say it right. The relationship between Abby and Taylor is so weird. Mm. And have you got the bit at the end of the first chapter? No, go on. Uh, look, I'll show you. So, <clears throat> here we go. And can I just say that I can't hear Taylor without thinking of Taylor, Taylor from Swift. Hanson. Oh, I thought of Taylor Swift. Oh, no, come on. Okay. It, that would be a contemporary reference. <laughs> I, I was obsessed with Hanson yeah. when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, he was very much... He, she was very much Taylor from Hanson the entire time. Oh yeah, I can see that. And he kind of looked like a teenage girl, so it fit yeah. in my head. They try so hard to make Taylor be the baddie because this is what we've got at the end of chapter one. Abby watched as Taylor picked up the knife she had used to slice apples. Taylor jabbed the knife straight towards her and Abby froze. And then... The next chapter goes, the blade came straight at her and stopped. Do you want the last piece of apple or can I have it? Asked Taylor. <laughs> and you're like, that is Robot Stein level. It is bad. But then also we have w bizarrely, um, <laughs> we have this bit. So then um, all this weird stuff, which you'll go into starts happening to, to Abby. Um, and then here we get this. Abby, Taylor said, how could they know that you were at my house? Who could have known when you were leaving or which way you'd go home? You, Abby thought, afraid to look at her friend. You were there when I left and your parents' old car was there too. You know what way I go home. And you're like, <laughs> why do you suddenly? That's so weird. She's a mad paranoid girl. It's just so bizarre that her, she tells her friend this thing that happens to her and then says, but who could have done it? And she goes, oh my God, it was you. <laughs> I mean, I always suspect you when anything bad happens to me. <laughs> Even if it's someone else that did it. My Maybe I put them up to it. has not arrived. <gasps> Kirsty knows I get post. <laughs> <laughs> she stole it. She's taken my post. She knows where I live. When it starts raining, I'm like, Heather knows where the sky is. <laughs> <laughs> Heather can control the climate. <laughs> if I it's me. just so weird. Why does she just leap to suspecting her friend? Yeah, weird. I mean, there's lots of strange relationships in this book. So, Abby lives with her hot swimmer stepbrother Brett. There we go. There's that trope again. <laughs> so, t who's they that usually? That's C CBC, isn't it? No, not CBC. Carol Ellis? Uh, no, um, the other one with the three names, RTC. Oh, yeah. Richie Tankersley Cusick always has the plot point of the hot stepbrother. <laughs> it's weird, that. It is weird, but apparently it's very popular on porn. Really? Like, the most popular porn is like step mother or stepfather or stepsister or brother because incest is still like a crazy taboo like, okay uh, like the one of the strongest we've got and probably will always be because there's a reason that we have that taboo mm -hmm. but people it turns people on a lot because it is because it's taboo mm -hmm. yeah and they so they can't say here's me fucking my mother so they'll be like stepmom and then that allows I her to see. be like not 50 but like 25 apparently that's a theory of that they do that in fairy tales as well not porn they don't do born in There's a very high crossover. But um, but that originally, so things like, you know, Hansel and Gretel and their stepmother kicks them out of the house and they have to go and they find the witch, blah, blah, blah. But apparently in the original tellings of the story, it was the mother. Mm. But it was such a taboo that we would think that a mother would kick her kids out of the house that they had to turn it into a stepmother. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Because there's also, weirdly, I won't go into it too much, but there's a trope in a lot of fairy tales about a father who wants to fuck his daughter. But quite often in retellings, it's turned into a stepfather. The stepfather wants to fuck his daughter, but in the originals, it was the, the actual father. Oh. But then it was so gross. Because it's all Oedipus and mm -hmm. Electra and yeah. all that sort of stuff, isn't it? But yeah. Goes back a long way. Mm. Uh, including into Point Horror. So Ooh. Taylor I really... I love your segues. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Taylor... I, I heard someone say C. Sorry, I'm fingering my cup again. <laughs> I know it's, it's a very bit distracting. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I heard someone say It doesn't C. help that it's pink. <laughs> blue what have we doing to the bottom half of that cup <laughs> bruised anyway um so yeah taylor really fancies brett um who is a total babe 
And then Abby, who has been feeling that something's bad, is something's bad <laughs> are going to happen, like passes by. Something's bad. <laughs> um, she almost gets run down by a weirdo in a car. There's a running down in almost every point in horror book. Hmm. Why is that? Because Americans drive. Yeah, they drive everywhere. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and then you can't see who it is as well. Because it's dark, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so Brett's all caring and lovely and nice about it. Um, they're step-siblings and anyway, Abby... Well, I don't know why I've written there. Abby's really <laughs> into this guy, Cliff Howard. Mm-hmm. Which sounds very much like Cliff Richard. It, oh, which fuck! Which is why he was... Come on now. <laughs> so I've got Taylor... Nobody else from saw that. Come on. <laughs> Cliff Richard. But like the AG is now as well. So I was like, oh, horrible. Wow. He's carved from stone now. Also, isn't he a... No, he was... No, don't. No. Mm. Well, didn't the BBC like stake out his house once? And they no. couldn't find anything? That was just a rude bit of nothing. <laughs> How dare you? I don't know why are you so passionate about Cliff Richard? I don't know. I literally can't even remember who he is, really. <laughs> did he do, season... pop. did he do Seasons in the Sun? Is that Tom Jones? No, that's... I don't know who that is. Fuck, I don't even know. <laughs> One of them. Old mm. white men. All look the same. Um, is Tom Jones white? Mm, he he's just be. incredibly tanned. <laughs> yeah, because he's Welsh and white, isn't he? He's just very tanned. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. That's awful. Not that he can't be Welsh and off colour, but I don't think he is. Yeah, Shirley Bassey, mm-hmm. Welsh and off colour, but Tom Jones, just... Uh... They're a tan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Cliff Howard, eats tall and slim with a sensitive face. But, like, he's got, like, <laughs> you, certain he accidentally <laughs> touches his cheek and he goes, Ow! Ow! <laughs> my skin is sloughed off. <laughs> sloughed. Sloughed. <laughs> uh, but that's apparently hot. Um, and he, sensitive face, what would that be like? Hmm. I kind of oh. do patronising, like, hmm, or afraid. I would say that as a meebly face. <laughs> meebly? Like a, excuse me, what's that word? Weebling. <laughs> they wobble, but they don't a fall down. A little face. Mellifluous. No, that's nice. That's like a nice singing voice. If you've got a mellifluous voice. But if you're mellifluous, you're oily. No. That's not right. I think it is. No. No? No. <laughs> Don't make me no. <laughs> a mellifluous voice is like a pleasant singing, like a Disney princess singing voice. I'm going to Google it. What am okay. I thinking of then? I don't know what you're thinking of. Mellifluous. Honestly, don't know. I think you're just talking out your ass. Olea- oleaginous? <sighs> Do you know what? We're getting too, like, I did a higher English. <laughs> Listen to my words. They've got ten <laughs> syllables. I'm going to have this moment of Heather Google's things to talk about how much I would have loved this book if I had read it as a teenager because I would have loved the capital letters, deep thoughts. <laughs> because there are lots of deep thoughts Go on. in this book. For example, are we all haunted? Do we all have ghosts from the past? Which I would have oh, okay. been like, oh, it's so deep. And there's also this one, which I really like. Brett thinks I'm a fanatic too, she thought. Not just Taylor. My own brother thinks I'm nuts. How can that be? How can I just go around living my life and thinking everyone's normal and suddenly find out other people think I'm nuts? Does everyone have this picture inside of who they think they are? Are other people's pictures of themselves wrong too? Who decides what we are? Who defines us? Oh my God. And I would have been like, I need to write that in my notebook. In a pink pen with a heart on top of the eyes. With coloured gel pens. <laughs> Calm down, Kenneth Branagh. I would have. Right? That's like very much like over the top. Kenneth Branagh writes in coloured gel pens? <laughs> no, I was thinking he does like soliloquies. <laughs> Maybe he yeah. does. Maybe he does. Don't be constrained by me, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I remember as a kid having gel pens that also had a little ink stamper on the top oh, of like good. a heart or a star so you could write your thing and then turn it around and stamp a little. Did your school notes in like shiny teal yeah that's really obnoxious absolutely fucking hated that yeah i think there was a rule at my school you weren't supposed to do that but we all did but i would have loved that shit as a kid i would have been like fuck that's deep except i wouldn't have said fuck i would have been like sugar that's deep (laughs) sugar that's deep oh biscuits that's deep this is so wrong (laughs) for my brain uh i was thinking of oleaginous (laughs) oh okay which is rich covered in or producing oil there you go Mm. We've learned something useful today. <laughs> and 
so a lot of things that are not useful at all. Mm-hmm. So, he, Cliff Howard, with the sensitive face that you can't touch or can't use Lush products. Um, oh, I call it thrush. <laughs> oh, no, I you, actually love them. if you use them. a bath bomb, you'll get thrush. Oh, no, I do not. Well, okay. Maybe I have a very sensitive vagina. They have a very good um, mint face thing. I need to stop talking about my vagina because Annie has told several family members to listen to this podcast and I keep saying, please don't. Because... <laughs> don't want you to hear me talk about genitalia, ever. I met someone the other day that said, excuse me, I think I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh! Did you go, oh no! Shit, 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 what does she know about me? (laughs) (laughs) What did we say? Oh no. (laughs) She was very nice. Um, Have you been voice recognised? I have. I got voice recognised in a cafe once. (laughs) It was really weird. I usually get recognised as you. Oh yeah. (laughs) Excuse me, you can still look. No! Fuck off! Just live near her and have a similar hair colour and we're both white women. I don't even look like that anymore. You look like an old picture of me, that's why. Yeah, it's, I'm a very late stalker. <laughs> <laughs> look, this is just my ideal haircut, right? Uh, I think your haircut's brilliant. Thanks, mate. Um, so, and so is mine and it's different. Oh my God, I'm going to get through Cliff Howard. No, so, let's talk about hair. <laughs> <laughs> he is also very nice because he stops to help people change car tyres in the rain and has a very high GPA, which is like... Good. That's good stuff. That's He's sensitive. Boring. Oh, give him a fucking break. Boring. Usually you don't like it because they're jokers. Or is they're... he Spike from Buffy? No. <laughs> is he even... Adam Driver holding a goat? No. I'm so glad you're married to a woman because your <laughs> fucking taste in men is absolutely atrocious. But then don't you think that would be a good public service? I'll, like hoover up all the unfortunate men so that other <laughs> women don't have to suffer through them. No, I don't think you should have to go through <laughs> that to be honest with you. I have a different life's purpose. <laughs> Speaking of life's purpose, can I read this to you? Abby made herself a salad for lunch, sprinkled with gourmet salad vinegar. <laughs> she packed... I think it means balsamic vinegar. <laughs> she packed gourmet extra... salad vinegar. <laughs> oh my god, it's that Newman's own. I could just imagine if someone said, "I made you a salad. It's got gourmet salad vinegar." I'd have to be like, "Yay!" <laughs> I'm the kind of person who will make their own vinegar as well, so I may well say okay. this one day, and I want you to laugh at me. And you'll hear my voice when I go, yay. Cool. <laughs> she packed extra carrot sticks, whole grain no-fat crackers, low-fat cream cheese, and real unsweetened apple juice. She added a handful of almonds and a home-bottled jar of decaf black tea. I mean, come on. I've just written, you need some enjoyment in your life, and this is not it. That's the saddest to me. I feel like this food stuff goes way too far. It does. It's way too fucking far. It. And obviously I don't mean to be like, eat McDonald's every day. You'll never regret it. But also like, come on now. Eat what you want. You can like mostly eat stuff that's nice for your body and then sometimes have stuff that's just fun. Yeah, especially if you're doing loads of exercise. Mm-hmm. Even if you're concerned about like that kind of thing. I've seen what David eats. My God, he's like a human bin. Yeah. Every time we go out for lunch, if there's any food left on my plate, I see him side-eyeing it and I go, no, if you Before I've even finished the sentence, he's like, cookie monster. I'm not even kidding you. When we first got together, he was going to the gym maybe one or two times a day. And he would just bring home a whole thing of cream and then whip that cream <laughs> and then eat an entire bowl of cream. With just by like, itself? No, he'd put like a tablespoon of honey on as like a proof that it's a meal. <laughs> But he would just eat that entire bowl of stuff. Wow. Yeah. But, like, your body takes the things you put in and does things with them. So it's not as bad as we think. It's like when people are like, oh, well, coffee dehydrates you. Well, it's still got a lot of water in it. And also just have more water. Yeah, just do what you want. Just do what you want. Do what you want. The end of the story. Do what you want. <laughs> anyway, there's actually quite a lot of plot Unless to get it's through. Like really bad for you. <laughs> we should get well, yeah, I know. Plot. Sorry. So Abby do goes it. to her locker at school. I feel like we're only just starting. And something falls from one of her books. A note that says, and we're going to read it. Be more careful, you see, I'm crazy for you. <laughs> it's like, I'm imagining you as a, like a Shropshire farmer. But Be with, more careful. But with a, like a straw in your mouth so you can't really open your mouth properly. Be more careful, Abby. I'm crazy for you. <laughs> Taylor tells her that it might be from this weird guy, Joey Mowry. Fucking Joey. Joey Mowry from Donaldson's Dairy. It's like a nursery, right? Joey Mowry. <laughs> Abby Babby. <laughs> Taylor Whaler. Harry McClary. <laughs> um, so Abby has noticed that he is watching her all the time and he used to be really into her. Um, and Joey, 
We'll pin Joey. Oh, don't forget about him. <sighs> okay. So, Abby doesn't want to go on a double date that Taylor's making her go on. And she says this, which I quite like. I've got a life to live and I want it to include... Oh, sorry, this is Taylor saying this. I've got a life to live and I want it to include boys. <laughs> These are boys. And Abby says, half the world is male. I'm like, yeah, good point, girl. You're not going to run out. No, especially if Kirsty's hoovering up all the shit ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's my public service. <laughs> this is why Abby married you. Mm-hmm. Abby, Annie married you. Oh my God, oh my what's God. wrong with me? My wow. right eye is watering hugely and I can't <laughs> say anyone's name right. Um, yeah, well, Annie married me just for what? To save you from <laughs> your self-destructive... She's like, if I don't marry her, she's definitely going to hook up with all these wankers. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be married to a knee. Forever. <laughs> But a hot one. (laughs) (laughs) A big buff one. Really don't understand the attraction to Adam Driver. Yeah, I don't know. He's like borderline ugly, but I kind of like that. Also, he seems really nice. It's mostly if guys seem nice. He looks like a bonobo. Yeah, but... Some sort of hair movement. Look, have we not clarified by now? What I like is men that look kind of like a cartoon beast. (laughs) But they're also really sweet and funny, but you kind of know that emotionally they're not going to be very good for you. That's my exact type. Yeah, thank God you're married. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) It's my thing. So the whole thing that's going on here is that Abby is pretty convinced that something bad is going to happen, which takes up a lot of the book. And then also uh, someone is kind of obsessed with her because she's so hot because she eats low-fat cheese. Um, And then Abby and Brett's parents go away. So when someone caves in Abby's window in the night, which is quite extreme. Uh, Yeah. I think I'd get out of there if someone, like, threw a brick through my window. Don't even get me started on Abby and Brett's plan. (laughs) Because it's the biggest... It's the worst piece of shit since the Tower of Tin Cans. Yeah. It's it's horrendous. (laughs) It is worse than the Tin Cans, which I remain a believer in. No. And we'll be doing... Absolutely not. <laughs> One day I'll find your dead body covered in tin cans and I will know exactly what's happened. It's exactly how I want to go. <laughs> it's exactly how I want to go. Covered in preserved food. <laughs> Please. One of the cans has to be open and it has to be like a tin of beans behind my head. Is this as <laughs> like if you've blood. been eating them? No, maybe I was just opening it and someone burst through the, t- the can. That you'd set up as a warning system but had no plan after the warning system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's how you. I want to be want to go got you uh so they haven't got to your bit of the plan yet but they decide not to tell their parents that someone's caved in abby's window and just deal with it themselves which you know terrible Mm -hmm. idea um and then abby and taylor pay a kid at school to open joey's locker uh because privacy and it is full of pictures of abby Mm -hmm. which reminds me of this bit that um was in alan partridge but it's really happened to Stuart lee you know the comedian Mm mm-hmm where he went to a gig once and then couldn't get back into his hotel room for some reason. And then these guys who'd been at the gig offered him a room at their house, but it turned up out to be a mattress on a floor of a room that was covered in pictures <gasps> of Stuart Lee. And he's not dead? <laughs> no, you'll live to tell the tale. Oh my God. <laughs> Would you not just walk into that room and just walk out again? I'd be like, mm. I'm gonna die in here. I feel like you wouldn't even know it was you instant immediately. You'd kind of walk in and be like, that looks familiar. Oh my god. <laughs> All these people look very similar to each other. And me. <laughs> Have you ever waved at a mirror because you thought it was somebody else? <laughs> Like in a shop, when you, if you thought it, I am. You just wave at strangers. Oh, like like I um, bumped into someone in H&M and said sorry, and then it was a mirror. Oh, yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> I've been like, this restaurant's really big, and then tried to go in there, but it's a mirror. I did that in short, long time. I genuinely thought, like, I like her dress, and then be like, it's oh, me. It's me. I'm wearing that dress. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I mean, I should clarify that's not like the mirror in my bedroom. It's like a mirror where I'm Every out. Every time Kirsty goes to <laughs> the mirror in her bedroom, she goes, oh, pardon me. There's someone in my room. Oh, it's me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Who invited you in? Oh, me, it's me. Uh, Annie, have you been cheating on... Oh, it's me. Although if she cheated on me with exactly me, is that wrong? Could you even be mad? Don't know. Is it, is it cheating if it's a clone? Mm, there's a question. Yeah. For a book. Uh, what, no, I was, I was going to go somewhere horrible with You were going to go sex dolls then. again and let's No, not. I was going to go twins. Oh, hmm. there you go. Can you fuck your boyfriend's twin? I mean, I, I, I was going to say that, but then I really don't want to. Okay, then. No offence, James. Because they I are actually like separate like people. Same. Yeah. 
yeah. there are actually different That's people with different personalities. <laughs> so, so. Uh, having seen the Stuart Lee room of Stuart Lee pictures, no, mm-hmm. the locker full of pictures for Abby, um, I feel like you should tell an adult now, but fine. Uh, and they were like, oh, well, maybe it was him in the car trying to run me down. And I was like, well, you're being stalked, though. Outside of the car incident. Yeah. So please tell someone still. Yeah, it's a separate issue. Because he drives a blue Toyota, and it's a blue Toyota that t- tried to run her down. Possibly the most common car in America. But okay. And I feel like, oh, just get out of the car thing. It's not that important. But then so does Cliff. He drives the same car to make it suspenseful. Can I just mention at this point, I know you said you think Cliff sounds quite nice. I think he sounds like a rapist. Oh, okay. Because, <clears throat> here we go. He wants to drive her somewhere. Am I treading on a bit that you're about to go to? I don't think so. Cliff came round the front of the truck and opened Abby's door, smiling at her, his eyes lit with secrets. It's my own special place, he said. I found it a few years ago, and I've never seen anyone else near here. It's just my secret place. Talking about his anus. It could be. Please put something in my anus. Come into the car. I'm going to drop trowel. <laughs> Here's some Vaseline. I found this place. No one else has been here. <laughs> Only you can go there. I'm like, that's disturbing. If a yeah. guy that I kind of knew was like, come in my car, I'm going to take you to a secret place. No one else is there. No one else has ever been there. No one else will ever find you. I mean, <laughs> just get in the car. They do cover it by her saying, hmm, this is a really stupid thing to do. Yeah. And then going anyway. But then she fucking does so it. cute. Come on now. But what they actually that's do. That's Jeffrey Dahmer gets you. <laughs> Jeffrey Cliff, Richard Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen them in the same room together? Jeffrey Dahmer and Cliff Richard? No. Not saying. Also not in the same room? Me and CBC. <laughs> yeah, <very laughs> I do point. look like that picture. You do, it's weird. <laughs> um, so what they actually do is go to a burned out sugar mill and he does not kill her. And in fact... Bonus! <laughs> bonus! Didn't get raped. Um, and actually he's really nice to her and genuinely concerned about her being kind of ill or like going through sometimes um and then she tells him that her mother died of cancer when she was eight and now she's obsessed with eating only anti-cancer foods i mean that is sad it is sad but also a really shit cover-up for what is clearly what we would now call orthorexia yeah because i think that's actually a really interesting story if it had actually been dealt with in any proper way like that she's now so obsessed with food that it's sort of dangerous yeah but it's not dealt with it's just used for a stupid joke at the end yep Oh, the stupid joke. Um, so, well, stupid plans. So, Abby and uh, Brett put a lock on the bathroom door of their own house and then lock Abby in there throughout the night so that no one can get her. That's the stupidest fucking plan, apart from... No, it's the second stupidest plan because the stupidest plan is what they do later. Oh, I thought you were going to say the tin cans is good. I was like, Please, no, that's this is third. Much that's been bumped down to cans. third now. <laughs> Top is the thing that they do later. Second is locking yourself in separate bathrooms, and third is the tin cans. Locking it, yeah. Just also just nail over the broken other. Oh, or just both sleep in the same bedroom. Go to someone else's house. Yeah. Call your parents. Go to a hotel. Just anything, <sighs> really. Anyway, so so the rest of the house is trashed. Mm-hmm. But they're okay. Call the call the fucking police. And then she goes to Joey's house to pretend to drop off some school notes. Um, but she really wants to get into his house, obviously. And here is what happens. Would you go to Joey's house at this point? Uh, no. So because <laughs> it gets so much worse. <laughs> we had the Stuart Lee pictures locker before, and now we have this. Everywhere she looked, she smiled down on herself. The room was huge, obviously a converted attic, and Abby filled every wall. Poster-sized photographs of herself, more than 50. Dominated with the smaller spaces filled in with... Dominate... Yeah, sorry, that's a really weird sentence. Dominated with the smaller spaces filled in by 8 by 10 inch shots. Wallet-sized pictures were tacked up in any odd leftover spots. So there's not even a space. There's not even a bit of space. Oh, and then pinned to the wall over a life-size print of Abby was one of her sweatshirts, positioned to look as if she were wearing it. And then he had a calendar made with her on every month. Also, can I point out that his mum doesn't recognise her? So his mum's yeah, never, never been in, been that, in room. that room. Really? 
Are you Stuart Lee? <laughs> I know that there's a thing about like, you know, if you have teenagers, you don't just go into their room without knocking, but you really she's in. never been in even when he's out. Yeah. Because you would think that she would open the door and be like, oh shit, you're that girl from my son's obsessive you're bedroom. The, you're that girl that I've allowed my son to paint pictures of, not paint, post pictures of all over his room. Yeah. I feel like even if that was the celebrity, I'd be like, this has gone too far. Yeah. If it was someone at your fucking school, I'd be like, I'm taking you to the police. Mm-hmm. So then they go on his Mac computer. <laughs> uh, and there's a file named Abby. And here's what is in it. Her hair is glorious in the sunshine, shining like copper. Her skin is so soft under my fingers. I remove my hand from her arm and wrap my fingers in her curls. I bring her face close to mine. Her eyes close and our lips touch. Abby is mine. She whispers that she loves me. Uh, and that's when he comes. <laughs> and that's only halfway through the book. Yeah. That should be the end. Yeah, that's the horror. That's the that's true the horror, horror of this book. So that's fine. Um, and they don't really do anything about that. And then Brett finally rings their parents, who aren't in. And he says, I guess they're off on a several day inter island cruise. Which is a very specific <laughs> guess, isn't it? That's what I always think when someone doesn't answer the phone. <laughs> they must be. Several day inter island cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Maybe that was on purpose, knowing the end, but... In fact, I tried to schedule a phone call for a specific time today and she can't make it, so that's probably why. She's probably off on a several day interaction cruise. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, later on, she does actually confront Joey. Like, what can he say that's going to make that better? Well, he can't. He can't. You should have just gone to the police because it's weird. Um, Because what, what are you asking for an explanation? There isn't one. Yeah. Apart from he's obsessed with you. Yeah, and in fact, she gets in his car and she takes his keys, but I feel like you still you could still have a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, I saw He could it. have a knife anyway. He could have a bum knife. Oh my God, he could have a bum knife and stab you and then drown you and then it could be awful. Mmm, so, call back to wherever that one was. <laughs> I, don't know. I can't even remember. The beach house? Yes. <laughs> the beach house. And it was. Beach, <laughs> beach house. So she says, I did see it, the room. It's pretty bad. Not the bomb knife. <laughs> I saw your bomb knife. You're coming nowhere near me. I've already been all up in my boyfriend's bum. That's enough for one day. Leave me alone with everyone's <laughs> anus. I'm not interested. I've had sufficient anus for today. Come back tomorrow. I've had plenty ass. No oh. need for more. Um, so she says it's pretty bad. And he says, no, it's not. It's beautiful. It's soothing. I look at you and I want to talk to you and I feel much better. It's too much, Joey. It's sick. You're obsessed. Joey looked indignant. It happens to be perfectly normal for guys to be obsessed with girls. No. No. But Shooter says, girls, plural. (laughs) Not one girl and not for years and years. No! Good point. Not even plural Mm -hmm. girls, though. No. And then, and he says he just wants to help her. And she says, that kind of help I can do without. Well, do you know what? She also says that I really like. Joey says, you need me. And she says, I need food, water, and shelter. Yeah. And that's it. And I was like, yeah. I need low-fat yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) And some apples. Gluten-free breadsticks and Mm -hmm. some apples. And uh, to be locked in my own bathroom. (laughs) That would have been a slightly odder response, (laughs) although more accurate. (laughs) What she says is very different to what she actually does in Mm -hmm. this book. So basically, at this point, she suspects Cliff, Joey, and Taylor... Despite only one of those being a clear psychopath with no boundaries, and one of those being your actual best friend. Who's never done anything to in any way hurt you or make you suspicious of her. Yeah. Okay. She's, yeah, kind of a dick. Um, so she goes to work and then running into the middle of nowhere to lure the person out. Is this good? Her plans. Is this past the really stupid plan? Which is? Which is what when they decide to camp out to catch the killer. Oh, in the house? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, because that's the really stupid thing that they do, is they're like, this didn't work to lock ourselves in the bathroom. In fact, what we should do is take a sleeping bag, sleep outside, (laughs) and we definitely won't fall asleep, and we're definitely not completely exposed out here. And then nothing happens. We're not going to go into our house that locks. We're going to just sit outside with no weapons and nothing, 
and wait and like to the, catch what you're going to do if they come. I love the idea that they'd be safer outside because one of the windows in the house has been compromised. The fuck? But it's nothing the happens stupidest then. fucking plan. Well, and they're absolutely fine, which doesn't make any sense. Oh, but yeah, so ludicrous. I can't believe that fucking plan. They'd have been better to make a tower of tin cans. Why does she love being out in the middle of nowhere in danger? See, there's a deeper story going on here. Yeah. About there's a darker story about a very self-destructive teenage girl with a death wish. Yeah, and uh, she likes to be watched. Mm-hmm. Likes to put herself into danger. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so. She goes running in the middle of nowhere to lure this person out for reasons. Um, and he does follow her, Kirsty, mm-hmm. in the car. And then she finds her own car, abandoned, weird. And then she carries on running and she sees the blue truck sent forward um, by someone next to the truck into a river. So she sees that blue truck plowing into the river and then someone is in it and another person has kind of like pushed it in. Um, and then she dives into the freezing water and saves that person. Mm. Cool. <laughs> I don't know if I would have done that, mm. to be honest. Especially if I thought they were trying to murder me. No, but probably like maybe well, she's a hero, or whoops. maybe she's an idiot. I accidentally seen that. I'm just gonna run away. <laughs> Never tell anyone ever again. Um, and then she saves the person and gives them CPR, which is kind of cool. It is kind of cool that she did that, and she's mm-hmm. kind of a hero. And guess who it is? Who it's is it? Joey. My God, I never would have seen that coming. But then but. a different car tries to run them down. So it's someone else. Mm. So she throws her backpack through the window. Would that smash? It's just got bricks in it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you carry bricks around in your backpack? Just one. Just in case. Just in case. That's the kind of thing you would do. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> just to be sure. You never know when you might want to start building a house. <laughs> <laughs> or smashing someone's windscreen yeah. in. Um, and it's Brett. Wow. Yeah. So he's been determined. I told you he was a creep. <laughs> he's been determined to get rid of her so he doesn't have to share his mum. Hello. But she'd still be married to Abby's dad. I know. So you're going to have a threesome with your mum and her new husband. Maybe, maybe this is part one of the plot and part two is to kill the dad. Yeah. So he framed Joey. But he didn't really frame Joey, did he? Because Joey was still the creep. So... Yeah, that was very convenient that it just so happened that someone was so obsessed with her in the first place. And can you give me the book, please? No. So for me to read out. I'm throwing it in the bin. <laughs> Up to this point, I was kind of like, this book is kind of good. Like, mm. it's readable. You know, they do stupid things in it, so it's kind of like enjoyably stupid. I See, I thought the point of it was going to be actually pretty creepy, which was that that she thought, oh, this guy's obsessed with me, but he's harmless and I can handle it. And then it turns out that she actually can't handle it. No. But that's not what happens. It's way dumber than that. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, uh, blah, 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 Joey said, uh, I saw you meet those guys, so I knew you were safe. I figured um, you'd be a couple of hours, so I left. So he was watching her all this time to make sure that she was safe, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Abby yawned. She realised quite a few things had changed. And one of them was how she felt about Joey. Joey somewhere, who wallpapered his bedroom with pictures of her. Somewhere in the darkness of the river, they'd forged a bond. And it solidified during the rest of that nightmare night. I'll never love him like a boyfriend, she thought. But a brother? I'm missing one of those. So, the guy who <laughs> was stalking you and had an entire Stuart Lee poster room of you. He's the good guy. Yeah, and he's your brother now. (sighs) Okay, I've got an alternate reading, though. Can I just say a thousand times, fuck no. Unless it's an alternate reading. Go on. Which is, this is a very dark book about a very traumatised girl. She's very, um, she hasn't dealt with her mother's death. Um, This has come through in her clear eating disorder and her suspicion of the very people who she should trust the most and how she doesn't really understand how social interactions work. And then at the end, it makes perfect sense because she's like, the, the one person who is the most dangerous to me, my brother, I need another one now. I need a new danger in my life. Ooh. Therefore, the man who is most dangerous to me, my stalker, I will combine him with the man who is actually also very dangerous to me, and they will be one person, double the danger. That's there you good. go. It's a dark and horrible book. I don't think that's the intent. That's just how I'm choosing to read it. Yeah. 
I think that's good. I don't think it's what's happening in here. No, it's not. <laughs> but that's my alternate reading. I had to sit for like half an hour after finishing this book and try and work out whether I had internalised that terrible fucking message. And then be like, have all of my adult relationships been based on the idea that someone who's dangerously obsessed with me is the person I should be with? Ooh. Yeah. And I was sounds like, like mine, actually. I was like, uh, I'm gonna just going to have a sit and a think. <laughs> but I think I'm all right. Can I also say... I think the ending of this was maybe written in a rush because it doesn't really make sense because we also have this bit. Taylor goes to visit Abby in the hospital and we have this. Abby reached for a tissue and wiped her cheeks. I owe you an apology, Taylor. I suspected you. I'm so sorry. Shh, Taylor said. It's okay. I wasn't there for you when you needed me. I was acting weird. I should have known you had a reason, Abby said. How could you have known if I didn't tell you? You can't read my mind. I still should have known, Abby insisted. What was the reason? <laughs> At no point is there a reason. What? It's she, like they're referring to something that's not in the book. I think the reason was that she was annoyed with her for suspecting her. <laughs> Which is a perfectly good reason, actually. That's so circular. <laughs> yeah, right? I suspected really you because written. you were annoyed at me. Well, I know I was annoyed at you for suspecting me. Oh, well, okay, we were both wrong. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> David tries to do that when um, he's being really, like, pissy. He tries to sort of make it a group problem. So he'll be like... I'm really annoyed with him for like being a bit of a piss face, and then he'll go, "Well, it, I think we should choose to have a really nice day the rest of the day." And I'm like, "Don't! I've chosen oh my that God. two hours ago." Annie does that, and it comes from such a place of love, and it drives me fucking batty. So like, we'll have a little bicker about something, and then she'll say something like, "Should we be friends now?" And I'm like, "I was always friends." <laughs> Or she'll say, like, well, I don't want to argue. And I'm like, neither do I! <laughs> Why are you fucking arguing then? And I know it comes from a place of love, but I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for love. I was Just like, give me a second. I won't be made culpable for this situation, mm-hmm. even in any way. Yes, we're both stubborn and awful. Perry's favourite lines. Safe, she thought. What a concept. Aww. And I was like, did the writers of that show steal that from this book? What show? Uh, the one with uh, Natasha, how do you say her name? Leon? Lion? Uh-huh. From Orange is the New Black. Uh-huh. They made a show with her. Russian Doll. Yes. And there's that screen grab that everyone uses where she says, Wednesday, what a concept. Nope, no, Or Thursday, what a concept. No? Nope. You don't spend enough time on Twitter, mate. I spend far too much time on Twitter. <laughs> Clearly, I'm just looking at different memes. Safe, she thought. <laughs> I'm trying to what a concept. <laughs> I've got a Logan's favourite line. Oh my god. Oh, what? Oh. This is something that Taylor I feel, says. I feel weird. I know, right? <laughs> I've decided to co-opt it. This is a line that Taylor says. This walking stuff is for the birds. What? flying's for the birds. Birds, those famous walkers. <laughs> they famously migrate by walking thousands <laughs> of miles. Little backpacks. What does that mean? Little sticks. Walking's for the back. birds. Well, you know the phrase for the birds. No. Oh, you don't? No. Like, oh, that's for the birds. Like, it's if you're you. talking about crumbs. No, no, it's, it's an idiom. <laughs> I've like, never heard it before. Really? No. Like, I don't know. What, what's the thing you don't like? A thing you consider beneath you? <laughs> Sharing a Penis. table with some old people on a train. That's for the birds. Penis. Right. That's for the birds. Mm-hmm. I don't mind sharing a table <laughs> if I get a quarter of the table. If I get 0% of the table, <laughs> that is unacceptable. You're still picking at me because Sharing, old got, people on the, the train <laughs> had taken up the entire table, including putting their coats on the table. Who does that? Not coats. Coats on the table. <laughs> That's not where they live. Put them on the fucking thing. Coats on the table. What a concept. Exactly. That should not That's be a concept. Birds. That is not a concept. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard that phrase. No. It's for the birds. Like, it's beneath you. No, I've never heard that. Oh, I'm going to oh, use well. it literally every time I speak to you now. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've also got another line I quite liked. My weapons, she thought. <laughs> My weapons. You like this far too much. I kind of did enjoy it. Also because it's one of the few ones I kind of remember. Mm. Did you not like it at all? Like what? The book. Oh, I thought you meant you... No, I meant you really like Parry's favourite line. Oh, no, I do look. Yeah, it's my best bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get through the other 58 minutes of this just so I could pick out a weird line I liked. No, I quite liked it. The ending um, angered me quite a lot. Yeah, it made me... I, it was good until the end and then I got really annoyed. Let's do the bits because I've got bits. Okay, fashion? Okay, no, I haven't got that bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't got things? all the bits. Yeah, they're a 90s thing. Okay. They check the 
paper to see what movies are playing. Oh, that's so. So like, should we go to the movies? Yeah, I'll check the paper. <laughs> Papers don't know anything. <laughs> Do you remember you used to have to phone and listen to a recorded message oh God, yeah. to see the film times as well? Or get it on teletext. Yes. <laughs> and then if you missed it, you'd have to wait until it scrolled all the way. 15 and you're like, oh God. <laughs> Come back in 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, American things? No, I haven't got that. I've got some queer subtext. Ooh, go on. Here we go. She bit her lip, staring at her sweatshirt on Taylor's body. <laughs> You're Whoa. fucking reaching there. Well, I think so. If I was staring at an item of my clothing on your body, <laughs> it would be a bit queer. Come on now. You'd probably be like, give me that back. Well, I think that's what she's meant to be thinking. But I just read it as she's looking at her body. You're, you're doing the me reach there. Yep. You reach around. Oh, Kirsty. So let's talk about... You're becoming more crude with every season. I know. <laughs> I am indeed. So, too stupid to love heroin. I don't know if she's stupid. I feel really sad for her. And this ties in with my alternate reading that she's like profoundly damaged and lonely. So mm. here we go. This is her... Remember, it's just her and Brett in the house because their parents are away. Abby rescued the muffins and stirred the soup. The aroma of both reached inside her, soothed her with the smell of good, fresh food, of home and love and family. Without waiting for Brett, she dished herself up a bowl of soup, put two muffins on a plate and sat down to eat. Do you think that's so sad? She's like, oh, this smells of home and love and family. And then she sits and eats it herself. Mm. That's so fucking sad. And then later when they're outside doing their stupid fucking plan, sorry, I dropped the book because I hate it so much. Um, during this stakeout, it says that she sees all these cars driving past and it says she envied those drivers for they had somewhere to go and someone to see. Yeah, it is quite, she's really damaged from losing her mum, mm -hmm. obviously. So and I'm it's doing... It's been three weeks and she's not got over it. I know. <laughs> I'm doing an alternate reading, which is a lot sadder and darker. Yeah. Which is good, though, because otherwise it's terrible. Just shit. Oh, I was going to say, I think there's an actual scary bit in this. Ooh. Like, a bit that I thought was really creepy. So this is when, after the house has been broken into, um, and the police have come to do fingerprints, but they've said, mm, there's no point, really, because there's, there's no fingerprints. Um, we can't catch them. Um, we have this. Abby nodded. I'm going to die, she thought, smiling politely at the police officers. She felt unreal, as if maybe she didn't really exist. I'm going to die, and there's not a thing they can do about it. Yeah, I think that's fucking grim. horrible. Yeah. It's I think it is a bit creepy. I mean... Because no one's actually tried to do any harm. Well, I know. But just that concept that, like, something bad's happened, and you've phoned the police, and they've just gone, nah. Yeah, can't no do one anything. will help you. No one will help you. <laughs> I think must be your that, friends playing a joke. I think that phrase is one of the scariest phrases, no one will help you. Mm. That's so scary. Yeah. But, I mean, the book itself I don't think is very good. I'm enjoying my alternate, much creepier reading, though. Yeah, you are. Self-destructive, traumatised teenage girl. What do you... The actual book, though, do you think it's good or bad? Three. Three? It's all right. I'm going to give it a four. Okay, three and I enjoyed then. it a bit more. Mm -hmm. Um... Although the end really did drag it down, but then it made me annoyed, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> uh, is it good bad? I think it's too good to be good bad. No, I don't know. But the end. It's pretty bad shit. It's got some real stupid bits. The fucking stakeout outside. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Room of. I'm going to say <laughs> maybe two. Maybe two for good bad. Okay, yeah, I'll give it two as well. Yeah, right then. Um, but yeah, it was a nice trip down memory lane, if mm -hmm. that memory lane then did make me sit and consider my life choices for half an hour afterwards. <laughs> it's like, am I just going to pour myself a glass of red wine and sit here and think about myself I and enjoyed my position the in the world? deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Um, so, yeah, good. Yeah. So next week we are doing one of my favourites from when I was a kid, which is The Diary <gasps> by Sinclair Smith, which I remember loving as a teenager. I don't think I had it. Oh, I, I remember really loving it. I'm quite scared to revisit it. Oh, it is a very new book, shit. isn't it? I know. <laughs> well, which, which I'm sure we'll get into. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so if you're doing Read Along with Teenage Scream, pick up The Diary. You have to say it in that voice all the, the time. Diary. The Diary. Um, and again, it's got quite a good cover. Yes, mm -hmm. it has got a good cover. I don't know why I'm skipping ahead to next week. I know, we're not there yet. No, but we will be. <laughs> and we'll see you then. And should we do how people can get in touch? Oh, shit, yeah, I've completely forgotten, yeah. <laughs> Go on. No, I don't want to get to Sorry, then you can't. Them. No, no, that's it. You can probably find us. We're very easy to find. I mean, on the internet, not in life. Don't come around, please. Please don't come around. Please Unless don't we already know you. Of us. 
<laughs> don't have all the pictures. I'm not very photogenic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was thinking, I fucking hate having my picture taken. So if someone had a room full of pictures of me, that would be literal torture. I, I feel like, like I would oh just go up to them and be like, oh, my chin looks weird in that one. Oh, I hate my foot in that one. Oh. And yeah, it would just make me obsess. It would be the best way to kill me because it would make, it would drive me to actual madness. You would just instantly die. Yeah, just like, oh no, I don't want to look at myself. <laughs> I can't bear it. Oh, it's horrible. So on Twitter, <laughs> you can find us at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram, Teenage Scream Pod. And if you want to give us some money, and why wouldn't you, uh, you can become For this a quality content. <laughs> loaf to your Patreon at patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast. Um, and if you give us $5 a month, you get a free episode every month, you get a really cool badge, um, you keep us going, if that's what you want. If you want us to go away, then I guess don't. Don't give us anything. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you for listening as well, because that also keeps us going. Yes. No, I'm entirely do I know <laughs> no I know it I love you guys thank you bye bye, bye.